0: This is Comic Picks by the Glick.
1: Hey, and I'm your host Jason Glick.
0: Hey, Jason Glick. Well, here we are again.
1: Yep, all ready to talk about Black Panther, which is basically it's like a like a big cultural moment. It's like in the offing because I mean, after what it's two hundred million plus Presidents' Day weekend, it's oh. like, God damn, man! It's like well. that's. That's pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty amazing, even by superhero movie standards.
0: Marvel Studios is going to be raking in the money again this year. I guarantee you that much. It's already happening.
1: Oh yeah, it's like now it's like I mean, Black Panthers put set a pretty high, pretty high standard as far as sort of, box office success goes. It's like I mean, it's like <laughs> it's like it. So and um, like, I, I do think it deserves it deserves success. Um, but like I like I was entertained. I was not like completely blown away
0: yeah
1: so so john
0: um i thought it was good um i would love to have given it a higher rating i uh uh, you know uh you know then you know uh i you know good is a is is pretty damn good when it comes to me you know because i tend to be a harsh critic um uh i thought that um the storytelling was a little offset um, so, you know, kind of, uh, just maybe it didn't flow as well as I would like it to have. Um, but, uh, you know, they got the point across and I think having, you know, one of my, uh, I don't know, uh, spoilers, everyone, because I'm going to talk about some things here. If you, if you really haven't watched the movie, go watch the movie. It's definitely a recommend from me, especially if you're watching all of the MCU stuff. Yeah. Watch, if
1: you've seen every movie. If you've been watching all the Marvel movies regularly, it's like then there's no reason for you not to see this. Yeah. So
0: I will say though, this is more of a you know of um, this is an origins kind of a thing almost. Um, it's not really you know if you're looking for heavy heavy connections to like what's going to happen you know in a you know in Infinity War. You're probably not going to find those heavy connections here. This story is definitely more about Black Panther. And, and you know, and. Yeah, all, and all you know Wakanda. about it is
1: that. All you know about is it basically takes place like about a week after um, Civil War. So.
0: <laughs> yep, yeah. Uh, so if you had to watch any movies, then Civil War would be, you know, would be the one to see before this one. It has the strongest ties to it, I believe, as you said. Um, but yeah, I would say. Um, you know, I liked them. I liked it. Um, my, my other problem, my my other problem, uh, I guess with it is I could pretty much see where things were going. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'm not saying that it was predictable or predictable, but I was like, "Mm, let me get this straight, (laughs) you know? So if we have, you know, you know, who's going to be, you know, um, who's going to be Black Panther. Oh no. (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's going to be this guy i thought some of the cultural overtones were fine as well i didn't have any problems with any of that you know um i thought that the message was a little mixed in some areas to be honest with you when it came to like you know the overall uh message that you do find in some parts of it especially with wakanda you know um isolating its technology blah 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 things like that um you know uh because you do have um what's his name oh gosh am i forgetting it's killmonger killmonger thank you you have killmonger you know advocating one thing um you know which certainly is one point of view um and then you know kind of in an isolationist uh you know there's another thing about them wanting to be an isolationist nation Which is definitely another point of view, you know, Um, you know, and that's I find that interesting because you know it's like well, all right, but what's the happy medium here? (laughs) Well, I was like I I was like
1: I I didn't I actually like like, I mean I liked Killmonger as a villain. He's easily one of the better um, villains of like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I also major credit to um, director Ryan Coogler. It's like and the rest of the creative team for for actually finding a good reason to work his um. His 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 comics name into the film because I think his his actual name is like in the films like Eric Stevens, mm-hmm. but um then he's but his nickname is noted as being Killmonger for all like the kills he racked up during um his tours of tours of duty like in uh, military operations. Right. I mean, I I mean it's like I I yeah I had an issue with like you know Killmonger being um like one of Black Panther's like arch villains in the comics because. It's like you know. It's like I guess my uh, suspicion of disbelief for like um super villain names kind of goes up to Doom, and that's about it. But um, like having back like a bad guy who goes by the, the given name of Killmonger. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what can we say about that? Hmm, All right. <laughs> exact exactly. But um, it's like he. But uh, I. I. But um, the thing is, like I. I, li- I Actually, I like, didn't mind the like, the. Uh, it's like the, the ideological differences that he had between I, that he had between um T'Challa and it's like and um and Eric because he you was know, like it's kind of like one of them is like you know it's like you got um like kind like, like the, the Professor X like style of peaceful coexistence going and then like the other one is like you know, like Magneto more of like you know militant like ad, advocation going yeah so so like I so like I thought that was I thought that was um like you know that. It was like it wasn't like that. Um, Killmonger's, sorry, Eric's um, like ideas were bad, but just that you know, it's like maybe he just didn't. He had like, he just had didn't have the right mindset to like, pro- properly to properly see this through without seeing like you know, like without you know, like turning the world into like this like this giant giant um hellfire bloodbath. But you know, I mean, the fact that. Um, in the end, um, T'Challa does realize that you know maybe it's time that Wakanda end its um, isolationist worldview. At the end of the film, is kind of a nice nod to the fact that you know hey, the yeah, technology's like yo okay, you know it's like he may have had the, the the wrong idea of how to go about doing it, but maybe that maybe Eric did have the uh, did have did have a point there. Uh-huh. So that's that's nice. That's nice. Kind of like um, like like a moral equivalent. Like um something like a moral um, gray area that you don't really see in like like in most Marvel superhero films
0: yeah um, and I and I tend to agree with that um, you know I would you know I, I was kind of hoping they would push a little bit more on the whole message of you know uh, you know uh, arming people to kill other people, thing you know, which mm-hmm. is kind of like something that uh, you know uh, people gonna have a have a very uh, a strong opinion of. I do, um you know, <laughs> you know it's like hey, how do we escalate conflict? Well oh, let's just give them weapons and stuff, you know, which is always that's a but that's a common. Theme actually in science fiction movies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's the whole, you know, like, hey, well, we are responsible for, for, you know, um, and and this is where you know I can understand, you know, the Wakandans' reluctance to share their technology outside, which is another thing you see with other advanced civilizations and other science fiction things. It's like, well, if we give you this, you're going to abuse it. You know, um, and that's you know, uh, that one can one can respect that point of view as well, you know, so
1: indeed. It's like and it's like and overall it's like I mean, I I enjoyed it too. It's like but I mean I, I will say that the storyline was basically predictable. I mean it was kind of like I wanted it was your Bog Standard origin story and like a lot of the beats like were very predictable. I mean when yeah. when Eric um, takes on T'Challa in that mid movie um, Right to Succession fight, I mean like we, we all know
0: who was going to win. Right. And, and, and here's my thing. I don't think I hated it because of it. Okay. So there's my, there's my other thing. Because I've always argued that um, if your movie is going to borrow a concept th- or a trope or whatever you want to call it from, from, you know, from other fictional works, execute it well. And I don't think mm-hmm. that this was executed poorly, so
1: that's why I don't. Hate oh it. God, no, no! What this was? This was, <laughs> was executed like extremely well. I yep. mean, the acting from all, everyone involved was was top notch. I mean, yeah. Chadwick Boseman as as Chala he was perfect. Um, um, Michael B. Jordan as as Eric. Um, it's like Eric Killmonger Stevens was great. It's like and and Andy Serkis as um Claw mm-hmm. was. Oh man, he was so much fun.
0: He, he just. Just can't up to high heavens and it worked perfectly. Yep. Now yeah. I'll mention this because I saw it and I kind of I kind of agree with this. Um, even though I don't think that the red letter media guys really gave it like they, they said it was good, but they had the reservations. One of the things that they've talked about was the kind of uneven pacing between uh, you know, Claw and uh, and and Eric. Okay. Like, you know, well you have him here, he disappears, he comes back. Um, you know, I kind of agree with that. I kind of go, yeah, it is a little disjointed. I w- and and what, what they said was, like, they should have just stuck with one villain primarily. So uh, I'm, I'm okay with this, by the way. I, I, th- I think I do agree with that point of view. And that's why I mentioned, like, I didn't notice it until it was pointed out. I'm like, yeah, I could see that. Um, you know, it's just, it seemed a little, I don't know. Uh, your thoughts and comments on that? Uh, they... There have been
1: some points about, you know, it's like, you know, just why did, um, Eric, um, like, work with, um, kill, work with, um, Claw? Like, you know, when all he needed to do was just, you know, shoot him and then, uh, it's like, and then take his body to to Wakanda. Um, like, that's, I mean, yeah, it's like, I mean, like, I've seen, like, yeah, that's kind of a plot hole, but, you know, I've seen... Like worst plot holes in sure. like, in films before. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, like, not okay, remember, like, what what was what was Joker doing when Batman um dove out the window to save Rachel in The Dark Knight? You know, right, like right, that. right,
0: right. And I don't. And and again, it's it's it was like, okay, that's an that's an interesting observation, and I kind of agree with it. Um, because I was like, eh, didn't yeah, it's like the... I I I think I, I think I could have dealt with you know it being wholly a story about that instead of like you know, dovetailing it, him in there. But okay. it's not... I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying, like, I did notice it as well. Yeah, I like
1: I, I guess my, my, my thing about the two villains thing is, like, I would have... I honestly didn't mind. I would... Mainly because um, Andy Circus was so much fun as mm-hmm. Claw, mm-hmm. and um, Michael B. Jordan actually like, um did have,
0: like,
1: a have, like, a really nuanced portrayal of... It's, like, of Eric, you know, of Killmonger. It's, like, in the... Uh, it's like like in the film like he was cuz he was the film's real like real villain to me like to be honest so
0: yeah well, and, and, um, and a lot of ways I saw you know they foreshadowed it quite a bit in the beginning mhm I mean it was not like, like oh yeah and, this, like, the, and, this and, and is the, the, the end, guy like, you really you know you know this guy you've seen this guy this is the guy who really you want to care you know he, yeah, here, and, and here's your then, real like, enemy right here <laughs> yeah and even
1: then yeah like you know, I, Eric's it's like yeah he does some awful things that for a lot of the movie, he's not he's not really like a, a real like a villain. He's just like a guy with another point of view. I mean right. you can you can really understand why he he does he feels the way he does, why he does the things why he does the things he does. Mm-hmm. So I can't
0: wait to see the X-Men version of this in like six years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's like I, I'm honest on one hand, I, I am a little bit disappointed in the fact that the film the film implies that we're not going to be seeing more of Killmonger after this, Mm -hmm. which, but you know, it's like, this is, you know, superhero film. So it's still thoroughly within the realm of possibility that we could, that he could be, um, that, that we could see him come back like at some point. I mean, for all we know, maybe we'll see him like in one of the post credit scenes for, uh, like for infinity war or the Avengers after, Avengers film after that, you hey, know,
0: it's always possible, and you can, yeah. you know, and and if they were, I'd probably just accept the explanation they give us and enjoy that movie sequel as well. Yeah, and I will say that
1: the the one thing that I I I wish that was probably um the most disappointing thing about the film was the fact that the T'Challa that I'm used to seeing in comics is like the master manipulator, the guy who's like one step ahead of everyone else, mm. and you know, we didn't get that here. I mean, to be honest, yes, This, as we noted before, this is kind of an origin story, so you know, it's like the fact that he's, you know, hasn't really, like, settled into that specific role, that's that's understandable. But, you know, it's like, I kind of would have liked to have seen some nod to the fact that, you know, that in the end, like, you know, he was, you know, like, um, one step ahead of everyone, or that he had you know, done something to, like, um, safeguard himself against Against the bad stuff that happens to him, mm. so, so, but you know that, that that's you know that's that's just a minor thing. I mean, overall, it's like one of the one of the um, reviews I noted I saw read online basically made an interesting point about the um the uh the floor and the ceiling of in terms of quality for Marvel movies is relatively close together, and that's very true in in Black Panther. Now, I I will admit that um I that for anyone who's wanted to see, you know, like a superhero version, it's like of, it's like of Africa brought brought to real life, like on like on the screen. You're probably gonna get a lot more out of it than than I did here. But you know, it's like if anyone who was like looking, who looks at Black Panther, goes, "No, eh, eh, this may not, might not be for me." I mean, if you've if you've been to every Marvel movie before this one, then you have then no it's like no this is this is for you this is very like i said it's very it's still very much in in the marvel formula and it's a and at this point as we've established it's a very winning formula and when it's when um like that that is good for quality it's like as well
0: yeah so. it's the reason why i can't get upset at it <laughs> because if, it's, if it was a bad formula i'd probably be like okay i'm done with this i'm sick of it and i know that some people have already commented on that level but in my opinion, I'm like, again, it has to do with the execution. And once I'm just good with it. I don't have any problems with the way they did it. I yes, mean, I, generally I, speaking, I don't have any problems with it. Could yes, they have I, done anything? Could they do, could done something differently? Sure, they could have. But I think it's fine the way it stands. Yeah, I look forward to
1: seeing everyone, um, like from, 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 direct, from the director, Ryan Coogler, like I'm um, d- down to the core cast back for, back for the sequel. It's like, so, which is, which is undoubtedly happening. Like th- they're probably making some like some real heavy, heavy talk at this, at this point. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just based on the first, first weekend grosses alone. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's, so yeah, it's been like this is a movie absolutely worth your time. But you know, as far as the comics that it's based on, I mean, the film does not adapt any specific, um, black Panther story. But um, it's like it's but it is worth noting that as far as when it comes to talking about like a definitive Black Panther, um, like comic book run, there's it basically goes back to the Marvel Knights um, iteration of the character from Christopher Priest. Um, Christopher Priest is a car- writer who's had a long history in comics, r- whether he's writing under his assumed name of um, Jim Allesley back in the 70s and 80s to his um, given name of, of, of of um Christopher Priest when he's doing um like Quantum and Woody for, for Valiant back in the '90s and then his um run on Black Panther which basically like is generally regarded as the definitive run of the character because you know it's like more than any any other run of Black Panther comics prior to like to this incarnation is that um pr- what Priest did during his run was he treated um um like T'Challa as a king. Who also had like you know the side job as a super as a superhero. Basically, like working as a Black Panther was kind of like an outgrowth of his job as a as a king. It's like um as the king of Wakanda. Basically, it's like you know he it's like yeah, it's like his duty was to his to his country and his subjects, and um working as the Black Panther among like the American superhero community. This is just an out outgrowth of that. It's like and that. It's like, and that's what he, that's what he established through, um, well, um, basically 49 issues of, like, of the Black Panther comic, which, you know, here's the thing, um, Priest's, um, run of Black Panther lasted, um, 62 issues, um, and his, um, run has been, was complete, was, um, reprinted as four complete collections by, by Marvel. Volumes one through three collect issues one through 49 of his run. Volume four collects issues fifty through sixty-two, and issues one through seven of the crew, which makes it's, it's then that that delineation make will make sense like um, once I get into it. But basically, the uh, it's like the uh, first one through forty-nine. It's like uh, like it is basically like I'm full. It's basically fully immersed in like you know the like in like in Marvel Marvel superhero comics fashion, and you've got the first. The first vol, first issue basically has him, like has him tangling with tangling with gangbangers. It's like and also introducing a um, Mephisto as um, like who is who is the devil in the Marvel universe as the uh it's like as the main bad bad guy here. It's like and it's like and it's pretty entertaining. I mean, it's like when you've got um like like T'Challa um like trying to fi- trying to figure out um both okay. Who, um, like, who's responsible for, like, for, death, for the death of the young girl in connection with the, uh, the Charitable Foundation, who has, which has connections to Wakanda, and, you know, like, what, um, Mephisto was doing on he, on Earth, trying to, trying to, um, collect his soul and all, well, it's like, it's, like, it makes for a pretty entertaining comic, but, um, it's like, you know, it's like, while I, I, I generally enjoyed, um, priests, um, like, work on Black Panther, Every it's like every major arc, or if not every issue, basically involved um, him, like him telling the story, it's like in it's like non-linear, out of like out of order fashion. And this is also done through the introduction of um, a character, um, Everett Ross, who was played by Mark uh, Martin Freeman in the movie. Now it's worth noting that in the movie, um, Freeman's character is a lot um, more. Cooler and composed than he is in the comic, because in the comic he's basically, yeah, you know, it's like if you've seen a movie where like you know like you got this like um really like you know stoic and badass white guy and you got the um goofy white goofy black guy as the um comic relief. Well, Everett Everett Ross is basically the um the goofy goofy white comic relief of Black Panther. That's actually that's actually kind of cool as so far as I'm concerned because I. I wouldn't be surprised if I found out that you know it's like that that you know like someone re- at Marvel Toy realized that, yeah you know it's like like most that uh, comic re- comic readers in the nineties late nineties probably aren't gonna like relate to like a Black Panther comic unless they've got some sort of white point of view character which you know is basically Ross's um role here but you know it's like it's it's also funny because you know it's like it's like because um Ross is like like is this like extremely um, goof, goofy guy, but um, pre spends mu- the majority of the of his run just like tormenting this guy, which is more, which is um, re- which is um, generally pretty pretty entertaining as far <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. It's like, I mean, to the point where he, like uh, he's introduced, um, like I'm pulling a gun on a rat in a uh, like in a bathroom, because and also like how he um wa- almost winds up selling his soul to Mephisto for a pair of pants, and at the point where he winds up um you know like becoming the um the regent of of Wakanda it's like because you know because T- T'Challa obviously set things up that way and it's also but it's also fun because you know it's because like because because even when um like Ross is like you know reaches the end of his rope about how he's been like you know manipulated by by T'Challa in these like 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 to like in these in these ways like it's like it's still fun because you know it's like like he kind of on one hand like he's kind of a he's kind of a little whiner he kind of he deserves it, and then when you realize when um T'Challa, T'challa starts to spell out his relationship to him, it's like it actually makes kind of sense and you realize like oh Ross you're kind of a dick for thinking thinking less of the guy, so I mean it's like it was it was interesting to see Freeman in the movie um be actually kind of cool and collected but also um re- I've also read online in in an interview, where um, um, Freeman basically said that you know it's like hey it's like you know we've seen that kind of like you know like the cool black guy and the annoying white guy, um like role before like so we want so we wanted to do something different here which you know it's fine but I would have killed for um one scene where Ross says you know oh it's like but that um, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Which is just kind of a tr- his trademark online um, in the story because he's more more often than not he's kind of like relating these stories of Black Panther's adventures in um, priest in priest stories. So, but um, but I mean, it's like um, it's like the uh, but in these complete collections, um, it's like I mean, like it's these these stories are good, but it's but it's but there's but they're in, but they're also incredibly dense and just like you know like constantly being told it's like like out out of order in certain parts i mean like it's intentionally so but um it's also kind of like it it is also kind of frustrating to the point where like it's like you know it's like at each storyline does make sense in the end it's like but at the same time you're being led around by the nose it's like whether it's like like from the return of killmonger like you know or mephisto's in like intervention in the first story, or the um or new bad guy um Achebe, who's like a um, like a kind of a joker type, um crazy person who also has his own um like a hand puppet villain type like um type like um uh gimmick. So it's it's like I mean like I said these stories are good, but at the same time you have to be you have to like uh like have a certain amount of willingness to to assume that you know, like you're going to be um, led somewhere interesting by the end, by the end of them. So, I mean, and that's that's this generally true of the it's like, it's like of the of the first three volumes. I mean, it's like it's full on Marvel superhero cra- craziness. I mean, you'll see lots of, I mean, uh, lots of cameos from the the Avengers, like and Iron Man and Wolverine, like get their get their own co-starring roles to the point. Deadpool gets a crossover issue because Priest was also writing um, Deadpool. Um, at at like at one point during his, i um, during his run as well, so, so there you go. I mean, but like I said, just um, the first three volumes, like, are just like lots of superhero craziness with lots of in- intensely um complex plotting, but but overall, it's like I mean, the portrayal of Chala as someone who was like like i um, five steps ahead of everyone is certainly compelling to watch and yeah it's like the fact that you know it's like this like the that portrayal of Shaw is a master manipulator who is ahead of everyone else yeah it's like that's kinda like it's by reading these comics that I was disappointed that he wasn't like that like in the movie it's like and though I will say it is kind of worth noting that the uh at the end of volume three it does end it's like the uh it does kind of like um it is meant to be kind of an ending of like what Priest was doing up to that point, but uh, it's not a very satisfying one. I'll, I'll be honest with you. It's like it's kind of like more of a uh, more of an impressionistic. You know, it's like we're going to leave you up to make the uh, decide what it all means. Type type ending because with volume four, it's a huge change of pace because now we're introduced to um Casper Cole, who um a son of a um, legendary. Um, like a um, New York cop who was incarcerated and um he's now living like um, Casper is a guy who is living with um, like his his mother his preg- and um, his, and his pregnant girlfriend and trying to like make a life for himself as an like a, as an honest cop it's like until um he, he finds um a uh, like a black panther costume like at um, his buddy um, sergeant Tork's um, apartment Tork was a uh, supporting character in the early issues of priestss of priest's Run and decides to uh, make a career of being like the new Black Panther of new- like like of New York. This volume four is where Priest ditches a lot of the um, superhero craziness of the first three volumes. Well, okay, just about all the superhero craziness of the first three volumes, and tells like a straight up crime story of like a uh uh, uh like a of a of a cop who decides to be become like a superhero vigilante. And, you know, it's like, and he also, ditches like the, um, like the uh, nonlinear storytelling as well. And honestly, it's like, I, like, I think that the, uh, fourth volume of Priest's complete collection is probably the most straightforwardly enjoyable of the, uh, like, like of his run. I mean, yeah, it's like the, uh, the first storyline is, does ditch a lot of the stuff that, um, that, a lot of the trappings of the, um, of the first like, you know, 49 is- issues, but it doesn't, but it also acknowledges like some, but he also acknowledges the, uh, like there are connections there from, from Hunter, the, uh, the white wolf, hunt leader of the, of the secret white, of the war dogs, secret police of, it's like, uh, like of Wakanda. And of course, T'Challa does, does show up at one point, one point as well. It doesn't explain like, you know, what happened to him after issue 49, but you know, Hey, he's here. So that's good. But um, it's but it does but it does do a good job of setting of telling a uh, like a pretty grounded crime story set in the Marvel universe. The uh, second story second story arc where um, which it kind of reads like you know Priest had much larger ambitions for like like for the character and where he's going with that. But um, they, they were not they were not to be. However, it's like um, it does it has him. Like I'm trying to take the uh, ascension ritual for the Black Panther, bring brings back Killmonger, um, Everett Ross, um, Queen Divine Justice, one of the uh, er, like an urban incarnation of the Dora Dormulaj, who I love to see in the movie sequel, and um, it's, it's like, like I said, it I, I I would have liked to see more of um, like like more of this um this take on on Casper, but um it di- but it was not. Not to be, because like the series ended, like with um, the four issue ascension, ascension arc, which kind of like this. This was a series that was always on the verge of cancellation, but Marvel basically kind of relented, it's like in order to for it to last as long as it did, which I'm glad they did. But eh, I can understand. But the uh, the final arc of um, Priest um, um, complete collection is a collection of the um, of the seven issue um, the crew series that he did, which is basically um, Casper. I'm um, teaming up with, um, like with, uh, with, um, James Rhodes, Danny Vincent, and Josiah, it's like in Josiah Washington. It's like, um, uh, it's like the, uh, the son of the, um, African-American captain, um, survivor of the uh, super soldier project. Um, it's like, it's, it's like, it's called, um, Big Trouble in Little Mogadishu. It's like, it's, and while I, like, I said that the, uh, that the, um, that Casper's um, initial arcs were a, uh, a a good example of how to do a a good example of um grinded a crime story in the Marvel universe. and Little Mogadishu is an even better example of of that. It's like it's, it's like it's got lot got lots of character, lots of stuff, lots of style, very in- intricate story, and even though it only lasted um, like seven issues, it's like like um, it still tells a, a good a com- good complete satisfaction Satisfying story, and I'm glad that, um, that I got the chance to read it as part of this part of the complete collection. So, I guess um, if, if you're looking for something that's like the movie, um, I don't know, it's like you're almost out of luck since there, since um, the since its definitive run it isn't like isn't like it at all. But um, like I said, if you're looking for for a crazy Marvel superhero stuff. Then, um volumes one through three of of priests um running on Black Panther will um do the job for you but if you're looking for something that's um a little bit more grounded something something could actually work as say um like Black Panther the Netflix series um, volume four um, would fit that bill role I mean yeah real to be honest like it's it's eerie how much like looking at reading volume four, it feels like it could actually double as the kind of Netflix stuff that Marvel is doing today. So, so there you go. That's, that's the best recommendation I, I can give, I can give for you. So, so overall, I think it's worth reading, not quite like on the same level on um, as what the move on some of what the movies movie is offering, but you know, the movie is definitely worth your time as well. Um, John, it's like any thoughts on your end about all this?
0: Oh, uh, not really. Um, yeah, uh so uh now th- this was the last run. Okay, um
1: after, after Priest um had his run, there was another run by um by um Reginald Hudlin who who's also who uh movie producer, writer, he did the house like the house party movies. He also um worked with um Quentin Tarantino on it's like on um on Django and He did the uh comic book adaptation of of that as well, in addition to producing the film, it's like, and he did a uh, a run on Black Panther as well after after that, and then um, in the wake of uh, civil of um, Cat America Civil War, uh, writer Tana Coates um, did is handling the uh, current ongoing Black Panther series, which uh, I think is it it's fine, but um, if you are going to read it. Be sure to pick up the hardcover edition, which collects all twelve issues of his of his um, first of his first year, because it, it's he's telling like cause his first year is just basically one connected story. Don't do what I did and pick up on um, volumes one through three, which i which only collects four issues each of his of his run and and fill up the um, back matter with um, reprints of stuff that is either worse or. Um, better than what he did. But um overall, um, Coates' run has been fine, but um if you're looking uh, but it's has it has, it hasn't I don't think it comes close to touching um what priest was what Priest was doing. It's like I mean, yeah, like I said, priest um like priest runs could be like like overly complex and lead you by the nose, but I still think it's like got a lot more energy and um substance to it than um in the current Black Panther series.
0: All right. you know what you're going to talk about next time?
1: (laughs) Not a clue at this point.
0: All right. Well, hey, you guys will just have to hang on to the seat of your pants. Go watch the movie, and uh, we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Glick.
1: Indeed. Bye. Bye.